Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Okay, we're in Parak Yutes. This is Shir Yud Beis. So the Ramchal uh, now just finished talking about the Midah of Yira and how a Chassid and a Chassidus uh, applies to Yira, by Yira. And we're going to take the next issue that a Chassid has to uh, work on and that he can show his Chassidus. That's the Inyan of Avas Hashem. The Daber This is now we're talking about Avas Hashem. There are three branches to deal with in Avas Hashem. Hadvekus. I'm sorry, Hasimcha. Um, Avas Hashem that comes through happiness. Dvekus through cleaving and coming close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Bahakina and being Makana for Hakadosh Baruch Hu. In other words, uh, uh, standing up and fighting for Hakadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak. So we'll take one at a time, and we'll start with the Inyan of Ava. Ahabachazaka. Love of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is we have to understand means if we have a marshal in this world of how a person loves his Ashes Neurim or a person loves his only child, what that feeling means and what that feeling is about, we can begin to understand what does it mean that to have Abba Sashem, to have that kind of feeling. Something that you think is the most amazing thing that you want to have that's nechmod in your eyes that you want to have and how you will go after it and how you will be happy with it and how you will be involved with it. And he writes, that it's something that you run after, meaning that it's one thing to have the feeling, but you have to actualize it with a maise. You have to do something to, to make that feeling uh, um, real. Um, and this is, uh, to some degree, what we say in uh, in Hineni, what we say this uh, tefillah before Avishman uh, Esrei Yom Neroim by Musaf, I'll call Peshoim Techasa Beahava, but we learn I'll call Peshoim Techasa Ahava, that on all uh, inequities, Ahava, uh, you know, uh, uh, intercedes and, and and takes over and covers over, meaning that you don't look at Hakadosh Baruch in any other way. No matter what happens, it's Ahava. Everything that happens, it doesn't matter what it is. It's all be'ahava. Everything you look at toward HaKadosh Baruch Hu is ahava, And you have nothing more than to want to come close and be close and uh, be a orangutan with him. Um, so they tell a story. It's brought down that the um, um, there was a, a guy in Yushalayim in the days when they were still in the old city, uh, uh, Rabbi Abram Harari Raful, and uh, he had a minute that he would be in Yeshiva's Poros Yosef. Um, he would go out after davening with his talus and tefillin and walk out into the chotzer. The chotzer opened up uh, to the windows of the shul where Yosef Chaim Zonerfeld used to daven. And he would stay there, he would go out and go to listen after his davening to the davening over there. So he would chap another Kaddish and chap another Kedusha and chap another Omei and chap another, another Omei Yeheshmei Rabbah. This kind of drive that you want to feel anything and do anything you can is the Mida of Ava Sashem that we're talking about here and that, that Hasidim are supposed to uh, uh, try to uh, achieve. 
And he says, okay, you're not kosov, like the Pasuk says, and Yermia, ki midei dabribai, zacharas karenuayin. Just from talking, you just, you, you speak about it and it already arouses feelings. Alkein homu meayla, you have this tremendous feeling, like you have for a child or you have for, for somebody who is your Ashes Nurim. Somebody who really uh, has that kind of ava, the real ava, he will not uh, miss out um, in his avodas Hashem for any reason. Unless he has no choice and he's an honest, he's, he's uh, physically prevented. He doesn't have to be convinced or told that he should go do the avodas Hashem. You're driven and you want to do it. There's, there's nothing great that can get in the way. And here there's a little bit of a mice. It's not a short mice, but I think it's good to say it. Some soifer, it's quoted as having said this mice over to his children, to his Talmidim, rather. He had a Rebbe by the name of Nassan Adler. And in his youth, some soifer, when he was in Frankfurt under his Rebbe, um, there was a mice in a shtetl that was uh, nearby where there was a certain Russia who was threatening the people and uh, was threatening to, um, you know, take away their property and, and drive them out of the town. And it was a big sakona. It was a physical sakona. It was a monetary sakona. And uh, this this town happened to be in the county um, where uh, Rav Nussan Adler was. And he happened to know uh, the Tsar who was there, that uh, the I guess the governor of that county, uh, who was a shtikel of Israel. So the people from that town sent a shlichus to come to Rav Nassim who should intercede on their behalf. And the shluchim arrived in Frankfurt on right before Kabbalah Shabbos, uh, Shabbos Hanukkah it happened to be, but right before Kabbalah Shabbos. And right the minute Matzah Shabbos was over, he told us some safer, we have to go right away and get a wagon, a wagon and a driver, and we're going to go to this, uh, so it's a trip, but we have to go to this fellow with this, uh, to intercede on behalf of the city. And everybody told him, why are you rushing right now? Don't go now. You have time to go in the morning. Why are you running so fast? And uh, he said, no, no, it's a mitzvah. I have to go right now. I don't want to wait. It's nighttime. It was snowing. It was terribly cold. Didn't matter. So they uh, uh, they procured the, the wagon and the driver and the two very strong horses. And they set out Matzah Shabbos on the way uh, uh, at, at a very great expense, obviously, to go. And they were going for about four hours, it said, what Maiseth is told. Uh, they were going, and then they hit a snowbank where they couldn't pass anymore. Um, and they were in the middle of nowhere and in the middle of the night, and they didn't know what to do. So the uh, Adler felt that this is such an important shlichus. He told the driver, he said, listen, take one of these horses off of the, of the wagon and go to a near town. Just take the horse and go and see if you can get more uh, horses that we could be able to pass through this, this uh, difficulty here. And he gave him a significant amount of money, more money to go and do this. So he waited in the wagon together with the Chesim Seifer, and they were learning this entire time over the trip and while they were waiting. And all of a sudden, about three hours later, this guy comes back, and uh, all of a sudden, uh, Chesim Seifer sees Rav Nassim Adler jumps out of the wagon, leaving his boots behind in the wagon, and starts to dance in the snow. And he doesn't know what's going on. And he goes over to the Rebbe, what's going on? What's going on? And he says, go take a look. Look, the guy, look what he brought. And the Chesam Seifer goes and he sees that the guy came back, but instead of two horses, he came with two oxen. 
And some cipher goes over to him, he says, listen, you know, we can't use these oxen. Uh, we, if we put them together, together with the horses, this is a Shiloh of Kalayim, we can't, uh, you know, in our religion, we can't use the wagon. So Rav Nassim Adler told him, go pay another Hamayin Rab, let him go back and come back with horses this time. So they went back, the fellow went back to get horses, and uh, the uh, some went back to Rav Nassim Adler, so what was the, the Rebbe dancing so much? He said, don't you understand what happened here? What happened was we ran in the middle of the night, even though they told us we shouldn't go. And we went anyway. And what happened? Because Baruch Hu was Mizdam and Nocha Mitzvah for us. He gave us a Mitzvah that we shouldn't do Kalayim. We had an opportunity. We could have been over an Aveir of Kalayim. And, and, and we never would have had such an opportunity ever, except in this situation. And eventually the person, you know, that came back with horses, they hooked them up and they traveled. And obviously they were able to save the city. But the point of, of Ahavas Hashem, the Havas HaMitzvah, was so great that he that he was given an opportunity to not be over the lab of Kalayim. This was a great thing for the for the Rav Nassim Adler, and the you know this shows that, uh, how far these the, the great Hasidim went in terms of their Avas Hashem. And uh, he continues. He can says he says. This is something that the great Hasidim were zeichet to. Kamamar David Amelach Olav Hashalom Kaayel Tara Galapikei Mayim. Like uh, you know, again, many many psukim now just shows of the of the feeling, the heart of uh, of of Abbas Hashem. Kei Nafshi Tari Galach Lekim Tzama Nafshi Lekim. I thirst for you, Hakadosh Baruch Hu Lekel Chai Masay Ove Veoymer Nichsufav Begam Kol Sanafshi Lechasis Hashem Tzama Lecha Nafshi Kamal Lecha Besari. This is these are all the this this longing that the great tzaddikim have. So these are all various different types of uh, statements and their double amelach. Melech had such tremendous ava and, and, and joy from talking about Hakadosh Baruch Hu and I just play. I love to do your mitzvahs. All of these psukim show a way how a person can have such love and great feeling and demonstrate ava to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.